This is the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Grays. Greetings, welcome back to another episode of the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, Jim and Tom. And you're probably tuning into this episode thinking, hey, where is uh, the Venom review? Well, uh, it's not here. We're not talking about Venom this week. If you want to hear, if you want to hear a Venom review, uh, you can go check out the Active Geek podcast. Uh, I will be posting that this week. Chuck and I broke down Venom. Um, I don't know if I really want to sit through another hour of discussing that movie. So (laughs) you'll just have to listen to listen to it that way. But um, this is actually a special episode because uh, it's not a a movie. It's not a TV show. It's not a Broadway musical. Uh, We're not reviewing a YouTube series nothing um we're i guess it i mean it technically is what three television shows but we are reviewing it yeah we are reviewing an experience uh because this past wednesday uh you and i went to uh aew philly the the second anniversary for (laughs) dynamite uh but i guess what we didn't know going into this was how long it was going to be because they filmed Uh, they filmed three shows they filmed dark elevation dynamite and Rampage. So if you're not caught up on last week's Dynamite and Rampage, I guess spoiler alert. So so we we might spoil a sporting event. Always have to throw it out there, even though... You know. Yeah, you know, I never thought we would have to say, like, spoiler alert for a wrestling match. But let's just kind of... Yeah. Let's set... The, There's some big big news that came out of those matches. For sure. So let's set the stage yeah. a little bit. Um, March, we get these tickets. Um, this is a show that was supposed to happen... Last year got shut down because of COVID. Finally, yep. we get a chance. Philadelphia is open. It's at the Leah Cora Center on Temple's campus. We go, and when we pull up and we see the line and the lines, I should uh, say, um, it looked like an octopus. Like the Leah Cora Center was like the <laughs> the body of the octopus, and then just people everywhere for this. And uh, Leah Cora is a ten thousand capacity college basketball. I think it was. I think it was full. Yeah. Like, I don't know what they sold because, you know, when they put the stage up and everything that blocks out seats, but it had to have been eight, 9,000. It was very close to full yeah. from the beginning. I mean, people were waiting in lines probably hours, but to get food. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll touch on that. We'll touch on that for sure. From, from the beginning, I think, yeah, I think it was, you know, at least from the, like the, the beginning of dynamite. I think the whole arena was filled. Like it looked pretty. Filled. Yeah, and the environment was crazy. Uh, the Ben yeah. Simmons, the anti Ben Simmons chants uh, towards the towards Which the end they, of the episode or end of the show. We were there, so we didn't know, but they uh, they censored that. That never. Yeah, shame because that's kind of kind of my favorite thing. <laughs> One of my favorite things that happened. I just like how, you know, that's the nature of Philly and how like organic that was. Yeah, I tuned into to Rampage and I'm just laying in bed and I'm telling Chelsea, I'm like, I don't know what's about to happen because when Max Caster comes out <laughs> from the acclaim and he says something about we send them packing like Ben Simmons, the whole crowd just starts chanting fuck Ben Simmons. And <laughs> I wanted to see that play out. And it really just it sounded like they just took like they chopped some just generic wrestling sounds yeah. and crowds noise and they piped it in uh, a little disheartening because the experience was so much better than what I saw on, on television. But yeah, I, I will say this is the, 
the first time I think I've ever been to a taping of a show. Yeah, I I personally have never been to any WWE events. I think I like one or two. And like I said, I've been to like indie yep. wrestling a couple of times. ECW back in the day, like everywhere they would do anything. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, this is my first like big taping. Yeah, yeah, same big big, big yeah show. huge show because not only the anniversary yeah. show, but we saw fifteen matches maybe. You know, we saw right. Dark Elevation, uh, which had some matches. Dynamite had a bunch, and Rampage had four. And then afterwards, you know, Tony Khan comes out and cuts this huge promo about <laughs> how much he loves Philadelphia and his bucket list destination as a 13-year-old boy was to go to Philadelphia. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's a bucket list for any 13-year-old boy, but it was on there. Let alone a billionaire son. Exactly. <laughs> but we, we kind of talked about a lot of this on the ride there, but were there wrestlers that you were hoping <laughs> – you'd see because we only knew dynamite we knew what we were getting with the middle show but were there wrestlers that you were hoping yeah. to see show up uh like on the bookends not really i didn't know who because we between all three shows and if anybody is confused it's they film a dark and a dark elevation so that's their youtube show but they put you know stars on it so we got on the start and in six hours, we got almost our entire roster, yeah. um, or close to. Um, Lucha Brothers, I was looking really looking forward to. Well, I would have wanted to see them. Didn't know that we were going to see them until, you know, middle of Dynamite, and they told us they were going to be on Rampage. We got to see Punk wrestle in a great match. Brian Danielson, mm -hmm. didn't know we were going to get him. but Well, I kind of knew, but to uh, not to what extent. But, uh, yeah, so I think we covered, like... MJF, I want to see wrestle, yeah. but I want to see wrestle. I want not even really wrestle. He's a good wrestler. I just want to see him trash Philly, but he, you know, per as per storyline, he wasn't there. But but we did so, see him, right? He yeah. was one of those. Well, yeah, but he men. wasn't. Yeah, but he, you know, that wasn't yeah. him. So. We got to see Darby and Sting. Yeah. So got to see Crowbar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out who yeah, that is. You know, it's uh, it's kind of just escaped me with him. I was like, you know, that's a moment yeah. that'll be kind of forgotten. And he got over like crowd was chanting for Crowbar, yeah, it was, and uh, it was that was a dark. Yeah, match that was you. one of the dark matches. Um, for me, you know, I I I wanted to see Cody. I wanted to see oh um, yeah, yeah, true Malachi Black, Jericho, like people that I punked definitely because we didn't know if we were getting punked. On, uh, on Dynamite or Rampage. We just knew that he, he may be there. Um, so I wanted to see them. And, and we got to see them. Like, that was the thing. Like, the only people that, yeah. like, we really didn't get to see of, like, their their main huge roster was, like, um, you know, some of the Pinnacle. So, um, and yeah. But we got FTR and... And, and Wardlow. We got FTR and, and Wardlow and yep. Dark. So. And then we didn't see uh, any of the Dark Order, which I think was, like... that. Oh yeah, that's that true. That was it. Not yeah. we saw. I guess we saw like TJ because we saw Ty and um, Anna J. Yeah, but and. technically, she's not Dark Order. So, um, I you know maybe negative one was grounded and he couldn't come out of the <laughs> show. But also they had you know the show before that was at Brody's place, so we were able we yes. uh, we didn't get to see them. But let's kind of talk about uh, Dark Elevation a little bit. Um, 
we got a few matches, and um, honestly, forgive me, listeners, because for the first three, I don't know who the hell these guys wrestled. Um, I know yeah. LSG was there. Um, don't know who he is, uh, but and and to be fair, it is their developmental, but not like it's not everyone's developmental. It, it's a developmental system where you have main stars wrestling developmental stars. I mean that you had FTR taking on a tag team of I, I yeah you're right I don't yeah. know who, but you know they were wrestling and like. They put on a competitive match against the best tag team, and you know one of the best tag teams. Yes, yeah, in wrestling. So yeah, we, <clears throat> I don't know what the point was, but they did a great yeah, job. Yeah, because when we get that, when we get there, uh, we sit down and proud and powerful are, are wrestling in their you know their scary face mask, their ghoul face mask, yeah. which was awesome. And like they put on a hell of a show. We I think. We we got in there what like six eight six oh eight the the show started at six yeah, like that. and that match was already like it was just ending when we got there so we didn't see like the whole match but just seeing those two guys who are very accomplished you know tag team wrestlers was great then FTR came in and that's when they wrestled uh, LSG I remember him because I have a picture and it says LSG yep. on his tights <laughs> and then uh, the man with the mask the goat mask yeah they took yeah. off. Came in looking like a great luchador. Like Andrade. And rips off yeah. this goat mask and was wearing a singlet, but it wasn't a singlet. Uh, they lost, needless to say, FTR. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. F- it was like a singlet with the yeah. straps down. But FTR was great to see up close and personal. Yeah. That was really good. Um, then Ty Conti wrestled, um, which that was a great yeah. match. Just in, in, abs- <laughs> in general, it was a phenomenal match. Uh, and then Joey with uh, Diana, Diana, the sure. Mo, something sure. Mo. Uh, yeah. uh, then Joey Janela came out, and that's what you know. He comes out and he starts trashing Philly and how he's you know he's never going to do a hardcore match in Philly, and that's when like the music hits and everybody erupts and you you and I are looking at each other and Crowbar walks out. Now, I wasn't a big WCW fan. I like. I mean, yeah, I was, but I still don't remember. I don't remember this guy ever showing up, and he comes comes out. There, he's doing like dives into the crowd, and he's diving into the. You know, <laughs> it was essentially a Philly street match, but I think like the the two 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 or three cool things that came out of it was one, the Blue Meanie came out, and right. we had both said like, Which how awesome great. would that be if like the the Joker for the ladder match was the blue meanie <laughs> and then he comes out um and really does nothing other than what the blue meanie does from old ecw you know shaking his stomach with his halter top on um and then sunny kiss comes out uh which yeah. was uh fun because you know i never get to see sunny kiss wrestle on on anything no. and then i think the coolest thing of this match i don't even remember who won but i think the coolest thing of the match was the girl who was with joey janela did that like crazy like corkscrew yeah, I don't even, moonsault I, which i thought was pretty cool yeah yeah i couldn't even tell you yeah and was. she was great and then it goes into yeah. you know the one ladies match or the second ladies match uh emmy sakura and uh, ruby riot which i believe was the first time you went and tried to get food yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah the, the concessions it is like i said it's a you know, it's Temple University. It's a major college. Yep. Big five. Big five um, in Philly. Yeah. It's um, 10,000 seating. Um, 
Um, you know, and they ran out of food. At two stands, they ran out of food completely and only served drinks. And the credit card machines went down, so they only had at those two stands. And the lines are around the block. Like if you didn't, if you, it was just a hot dog. I just wanted a hot dog. They will. To be fair, they didn't run out of franks. They ran out of buns. Buns. And yeah. and, lids and, then, and straws. Yeah. Ice. Yeah. No ice. So like, I I don't know if this is the conspiracy theorist than me uh, that I hate, but I'm like, are they forcing me to go to Chicken Peach, which is more expensive? Right. Like that's kind of like. What it felt like that they are obviously favoring chicken and Pete's and Nathan's or whatever, but you know, whatever. I just wanted something to drink anyway. So yeah, um, you know, you went to the to get snacks twice, uh, and you missed two matches. Yeah. One which was Ruby Riot was great. It was nice to see her wrestle because she's phenomenal. Yeah. but you missed the ladder match, which was like the big match we were all kind of hoping to see or we were looking forward to seeing. Yeah, but overall, when you look at it, like we went what six hours for wrestling, and the only complaints that we have were the concessions. Yeah, that was. I mean, yeah, it was a nice. Uh, you know, even the stadium was yeah. good, but you know, concessions sucked. And and I went uh, tried to go when everybody should have been back in, and I waited in line for an hour. By the time I got there. They had ran out of buns yep. and drinks and stuff. And you missed so. the, the main um, event of the the show. Yeah, luckily there's a million TVs, but, you know, I, I they, they lagged. So I heard the crowd go off before I saw it on TV, so I knew what was going on. Kind of, yeah, whatever. took the anyway. winds out of your sails. Um, and then finally yeah. wrapping up um, Dark Elevation, we saw Butcher and the Blade, Private Party, and The Bunny. She came out. Uh, versus Brock Anderson, Shoddy Lee, Chucky T, and Wheeler Yuta, who I had to do a deep Google search for Wheeler Yuta's name because I keep forgetting that man Russell's at this point. Yeah, he's he is really he's good. Very good. Yeah. And I just um, keep for like I keep forgetting because like that best friends group just keeps getting larger and larger. Yeah. They're all everybody's in like one of eight groups and they yeah, they just it's hard to keep track. Yeah, of the only one who's not, and I guess we were we were talking about this. I, there's two people who aren't in a faction as far as like the men's talent: CM Punk and Brian Cage. And yeah. like that's Pretty it. Up. Like everybody else has like a partner or trios or 18 people or a valet. Yeah. Neither they don't have either one of those. Like the yeah, uh, Brian Danielson and and Christian Cage are. Uh, the best friends, best friends. No, right? no, Basically. they fell in with Jungle uh, Boy and Luchasaurus. Oh yeah, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus and uh, Young Marco Stunt, which Mister Mister Fun Size. Yeah. We got to see him get thrown, which was which was fantastic. <laughs> um, and that brings us to Dynamite, where you know it. The thing you know, we did a wrestling show, uh, episode many moons ago that got archived, which will eventually someday be edited and posted, but. We got like the thing that we talked about is how we like how they start the mat the show with the big car, uh, big match yeah. and the end of the show with the match so that they win both hours. So you get like this is the match that we essentially were going for. Um, young, Bu- yeah, the latter match, yeah, but then we had Young Bucks, Adam Cole, and Kenny Omega. Like, f- oh, four yeah, yeah, of the yeah. top 10 wrestlers in the world right now 
versus Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, Christian Cage, Brian Danielson with Marco Marco Stunt. Also, Cutler and Nakazawa were there doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> and like this this match was insane from the get go. You know, it was the biggest yeah. pops for everybody. Like Adam Cole had had such a huge pop. Uh, Brian Danielson had a huge pop. But like, did you get? Yeah, it's getting to a point where. And we were wondering what they were going to do. They have to give everybody their own uh, yeah. entrance, like because everybody sings their songs, everybody's into it. Like Lucha, uh, not Lucha Pros, um, Lucha Source or whatever, and Jungle Boy. What's our team? Just Lucha, Lucha Source, uh, Jurassic Express. Uh, yeah, Jurassic Express. They have to get their own song sung, and that's like two mm-hmm. minutes. And then um, Adam Cole's because everybody sings. Yeah, Adam Cole. And then uh, Matt Jackson and uh, uh, you know the the Bucks have to get their they have to get their song sung and it, it takes forever, yep. especially in that eight man tag. It was just, but it, it, it's fun to like everybody's into it. Nobody is like bored of it yet. Yeah, the Adam Cole intro was is probably my favorite. Um, I yeah. was driving around yesterday just listening to it on repeat. <laughs> And and as we're as we're driving, Chelsea's looking at me, and I keep doing the like the thumb to my head when he says "boom." And that, I think that was like the most excited I got at the entire. Well, later in the show, later in Dynamite, there was a moment that I jumped out of my seat for. But that was like where I I was singing the songs. I don't know the words to Judas, so I wasn't singing that song. Yeah. Uh, but we did get to hear that, so it started off with a great match. Then CM Punk comes out, and that was such a cool experience because like. You know, seven years ago, we never thought we'd see CM Punk wrestle right. again. So, what did you what did you make of CM Punk coming out? Like, what what were your overall feelings when that happened? Like I said, it was it, it's you you got to see all the people you wanted to see, and CM Punk's one of those guys. Uh, I almost missed everything he did um, because I had stopped watching mm-hmm. wrestling. And uh, uh, Attitude Era was I, completely lost on me. I couldn't. It was so bad for me, okay. and I didn't want anything to do with it. Um, so I was almost out of it until I saw CM Punk, and I was like, oh, this guy's like a throwback to pre-Attitude Era. Not necessarily uh, – not Attitude Era. Um, whatever John Cena, Ruthless Aggression yeah, okay. era yeah. or PG Era. Um, punk is like a throwback to the Attitude yep. Era. And, um, you know – his his promos are unlike anything other. So uh, to get to see him, I thought we were just going to see him do a promo, which would have been fine. That's kind of what sells punk. But um, uh, I was it was it was a big deal to see him, and you know, um, you know when I bought these tickets, I when I bought these tickets, you know, months ago, I was like, oh. It'll be fun. Yeah. You know, we get to see all these guys that we've liked for the last 18 months. And since then, like, Miro's taken off. We didn't get to yeah. see him. But, uh, you know, everybody is, like, fell into their niche. And then we get to see they got Danielson and they got Punk and they got Ruby Riot and they got Adam Cole. And I got, like, the rosters gotten so, like, swollen in yeah. a good way. And, um, yeah, so having to see – Seeing Punk, like, do what he wants to do is is great. I do want him to turn heel and really tear people up. I like the angry Punk yeah. better, but 
I think that's a matter, you know, he's, he's just going to take some time being happy, but I think eventually he's got to, you know, turn heel. Yeah. But. And then we get a match. Like, you know, we're sitting there saying like, oh, well we got to see punk. That was very cool. We got to hear, you know, um, uh, cold personality, which was amazing, right? And then they announced yeah. that he's going to fight Daniel Garcia, and we get to see that on on Rampage. That opened up Rampage. So, like, what a way to kind of just like open up a show. Like, and full disclosure, like I didn't know that that Rampage was filmed after. I don't pay attention <laughs> to logistics, so I went in thinking like, oh, we're going to be there from eight to ten, and we'll go home. Uh, and not that there's going to be a whole nother, you know, hour long show of it later. So having the chance to see him speak, because like the only WWE match I've ever been to was a house show in Atlantic City and he had already left. So I didn't get a chance to see him there. And then, I mean, that was like when Ryback was wrestling. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. that was that. You know, it was a bad era. Um, <laughs> and then getting a chance to see him, I was like, yes, this is awesome. And then we get the match. So that was really cool. And like just to kind of like round out the the rest, like we saw Bobby Fish make his debut, um, and, oh, and yeah. immediately With go Sammy yeah, and go all elite right out the gate. He had his own promo, um, mm-hmm. which kind of set up uh, American Top Team came out, which was cool because you know uh, our buddy Dan from Cage My IQ was there too, so he got to see some of the the fighters that he's talked about on his various shows, uh, which then brought out Chris Jericho and Jack Sw- uh, Jack Hager, which was cool. Because, you know, you yep. get to hear Judas twice. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, seeing that on TV, I really enjoy because, like, they flash the, the – everybody looks excited when it comes out, uh, when it com- when the song comes on. And then, like, experiencing it, I was like, wow, this is actually a, a really cool moment. And it, it played pretty good with uh, the Jericho, uh, that moment where, you know, the Philly crowd completely drowned out. Uh, oh, Dan Lambert. Yeah, yeah, that was great. <clears throat> At least in this stadium, and then apparently it came across very well into the. They wouldn't let him talk, and they couldn't understand what he was saying on TV. So that's a good yeah. thing, because I, not that I, you know, hundred percent. I I love Dan Lambert. I think he's one of the best talkers. I don't know where he's been. I don't know. I I know he's just like a business guy who likes jujitsu, mm-hmm. and that's why he started the America Top Team, which is crazy. But, um. Like, he could have been doing this for 20-something years, the way he, yep. like, comes and he heals it up and tears up an audience. So. I feel like he had to do something with TNA back in the day where he would, like, pop up yeah. and do promo work. But apparently what came out of that was um, Junior Dos Santos is going to make his professional wrestling <laughs> debut, um, which which oh, okay. is cool. Like, I saw it on, like, ESPN, like, later the next day, like, hit me with a, a little blurb and it said, JDS. Making his wrestling debut, I was like, okay, so that's what was being said. Yeah. Because it was, he's talking and nobody heard a a word. And then Jericho's throwing the mic, you know, just like you're seeing like a live show and you're seeing when, you know, like a botch happens, you see how they play it off. Like in WWE, they don't play off the botches. You know, yeah. Yeah, that's a a quick Yeah, they don't even acknowledge it. But with, with this, you know, we're we're seeing behind the scenes, and I thought that was cool. We did get a big uh, announcement, TBS title, which was cool. Yeah, yeah. Got to see that. Looks it's good. It's going to be a woman's title on TBS, which is great. Then that followed a Britt Baker promo where she said, I'll see you all at the top. Cody had a promo with uh, the violent Arn Anderson lighting his clothes on fire. <laughs> um, I like Angry Arn. I think 
you know i think that that's a <laughs> i think that's fantastic when he said he's you know he pulls out the piece and he empties the clip in your face i was like holy shit um then we had the darby and sting with nick camarado match which was uh surprisingly good yeah. like that was kind of like it's a filler match yeah. for for this show two i mean two of these matches were were filler matches and it was very entertaining yeah um the the Nick Camarado I I know he's not really enough he's you know been wrestling for a while and uh, but I don't know much about him didn't know much about him didn't ever really pay too much attention to him but uh, yeah he looked really good and he looked good as like the big monster yep. um, Darby makes a lot of people look good um, because he he sells like crazy yeah he can get beaten up really well and what's cra- like what's um, crazy about Darby is like seeing him go up against someone like Nick, you wouldn't think that that match would have as much chemistry as it does. Because, like, Darby's, like, this reckless guy. Nick looks not stiff, but can be at times. So, like, having that, like, work, it was was big. It was a huge thing. I I think Darby needs... uh, His best matches, I think, have been with good bases. Like Miro. That Miro in his match was really good. Um, I, I, I think going forward that that's a good thing for him. I, I don't know. I think him and MJF are going to be putting on a, like I said, though, like when MJF, I don't ever, MJF sells out, I think a crowd with his talking like, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, if you, if he can take, you know, a hundred less bumps than the other guy a year in his first 10 yeah. years, then he's going to do yeah. great. And and he's going to be doing it for until he's seventy. So Darby needs to take these bumps, and I think good bases, like a, a good big guy. And I think Nick Camerata w- was one of those guys for him. He was just a, a, you know, he could catch him, he could, you know, take a, you know, go down for him, but bring him down safely and make it look good. Like I think Miro did the best job with him. I think him and him and Miro's match was great. Yeah, so, I would, I would uh, actually like to see those two go at it, Miro and Camerata. Like I, yeah. the factory has like we know that they've kind of gone by the wayside because that QT and Cody, uh, you know, beef is over with the uh, inclusion of Malachi Black. But it's would be better for them to build him up. Like I think out of the the three yeah. that they have right now, because you know Agogo isn't coming over because of surgery and visa issues, building Camarado up as another monster would be great. Like a match between Miro or a match between. Uh, Lance Archer or even like Eddie Kingston would be good not like just jobbing the people yeah. and, and getting beat by you know pretty Peter Avalon I don't want to I don't want to see that well I think AEW and this is one of the things that that's been good so far and and is, was was really good this um and I'll use the the punk match um they do a good 50 50 maybe 51 to 49 percent offense you know what i mean and and that's how you win like punk won because he's a vet and he's smart and the outs mm-hmm. you know once his legs start working he had a you know a second gear that he or something else he could go to and, and you know that was the match's storyline um but i mean like they shared 50 percent of the offense and you know the newcomers don't usually get that in a lot of other wrestling promotions they they get you know buried yeah. for lack of a better word um 
so I, I think like, and especially like taking, um, uh, um, Dante Martin or, or not, that's who he's wrestling next week. Daniel uh, Garcia. Yeah. Daniel Garcia. Uh, and Dante Martin's going to be a great match too. But, um, Daniel Garcia, who everybody thinks is a, you know, a, a, you know, going to be great someday. Yeah. Um, Given he's, you know, given him time to get his stuff in, and still losing, fine. That's what should happen. But you know, he's, you know, he's been given screen time, and with Punk of all people, yep. and you know, and 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 getting the better of Punk in some exchanges, and maybe in, you know, to they do a lot of good all of AEW across the board, a lot of good fooling people and thinking when you, you know, when the match starts, you think you know, like. There's no way Daniel Garcia is going to beat Punk. And then halfway through, you're like, oh, Punk's leg's yep. trashed. And, you know, he's he's taking advantage of him. And you're like, maybe? Yeah. You know, that like, and I said that with that Serena Deeb match. I was like, there's no way. Like, they showed us this goddamn reward they're going to give to Sheeta. And, and then everybody was like, yeah. oh, my God, Deeb yeah. won. Like, when you see Yeah, the heel turn. Like, so. and you and I were making, like, some of it was like, wishful thinking that happened like i'm like oh what if so and so comes out or like this is what's gonna happen and and it happens but like they do have a a great knack of building up their talent um it's you know so if you look at daniel garcia i'm gonna compare and contrast a little bit with what wwe nxt has been doing with brom breaker right so (laughs) daniel garcia getting his getting his reps getting two guys in 2.0 who are really good at cutting a promo, very good on the mic. So you're getting reps with work, cutting promos with two vets versus Braun Breaker, not very good on the mic, but getting an NXT title shot because of, (laughs) because he's a legacy character. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like, that's the problem because like, Uh, well, uh, yeah. And, and uh, storyline wise, it's, being afraid to have your future stars lose clean, like even though in Dar- in Garcia's case he didn't, you know, 2.0, which is their job, you know, kind of ruin that for him. But uh, AW is more accepting of, of of losses. Like it's not the end of the world, and it's not fifty fifty booking, and well, it's it's you know their biggest star potentially, Adam. Uh, Adam Page has had went on a losing streak yep. and and lost his chance and you know had like a mental health breakdown. Yeah. Um. So you know it's so much different than other promotions. Yeah, and then so. they bring him back. Like you know it was what we were, that yeah. ladder match. He was the Joker. We we knew that was coming, but and I think most of the the Leah Chorus Center um, knew that was coming too. But the pop was huge, and just like. The way like he came in and like he did everything that everybody wanted him to do the buckshot lariat he did the you know the kip up he did everything like that but there were a lot of moments in this like seeing it and I'm like how do people survive these moves like uh-huh. Christian when he took the pile driver to the mat we never saw him again so like I legitimately to yeah. this point still think he might be hurt uh, Darby right. Sammy Guevara like the the way that they sell things it, it's great storytelling and like wrestling a lot of people like oh wrestling's corny i can't believe that you like it but wrestling's like a combination of two things that i love it's the combination of sports and comics because each character is their own persona yeah. but you're also seeing athletes do what they do best and i thought that that was was amazing and 
you know, even like these like little vignettes, they're not as drawn out as WWE does. So like when Dante Martin's being interviewed by Tony Schiavone and the lights fade to black, everybody's screaming for Bray Wyatt or Wyndham Rotunda. They're like, he's going to show up. But that's where the little girl inside of me jumped out when Malachi Black came out. <laughs> and I got like 85 pictures from him being in the stage or on the ring, spitting, taking his mask off, kicking, leaving the ring. Like that's who I was excited to see. Did he wrestle? No. Yeah. He threw a head kick and then left. But like that was like that's what I who I wanted to see. That was a shirt I wanted to buy. That's the character that I think has like so much potential for five seconds. And I was like, I'm done. Satisfied. Happy man. Yeah, and I think because um, we've been talking about, you know, they're they eventually got to stop hiring. Yeah, because they're going to get, you know, too big. But they do a good job. Like, yes, we're, we're we we can count all the people. We know we've seen all those people, um, but they weren't in something that like shortens their career you know sometimes they are like john moxley i don't know how many years he's got especially after i watched the gcw matches yeah um i don't know how long he's got (laughs) yeah (laughs) but and and like uh pock i don't know how after taking a couple of those bumps he took like that that was crazy by by andrade um even the brain buster and then the top of the ladder i thought he died twice he could have died twice um, but then like they, they take a week off or they do like a small segment, keeping their name fresh, but not like playing a huge part and not taking a bump through having a week off is I think a big deal to wrestlers. I think it's what they've been crying for. Like, that's why, you know, uh, so many of the bigger wrestlers start to take time yep. off, you know, Cena did it, uh, Rock did start to do it, and um, Taker, uh, yeah, stuff, all these Taker guys did it. Well, he's saying, yeah, they they start when they got to a point where they weren't going to get fired, and they still, you know, a mystique kept about them. They could take time off and heal yeah. up. Um, so I, I I think having a shorter schedule is a big deal for him, and I think that that's more interesting stories. Like you could tell, you could tell six month stories and and you know it's okay for them to disappear for a while and not not just to revamp their character like they like alexa bliss died or whatever yeah. she did and you know comes back reborn and they'll never talk about it it's like these are just you know it's ongoing storylines people have to disappear for a little bit and then come back and i think that's the right way to do it and i i think that's the way to per prolong their their careers and make a better story yeah, I- more believable. I totally agree. And, you know, we got other great matches. We got two really good main events with the ladder match, the Philly Street Fight match between Starks and yeah. Cage. I thought that that was great. That was good, too. The Acclaimed uh, versus the Lucha Bros oh, yeah? was really good. You, you know, it's, you hear, like, you hear the Acclaimed, and I think of the freestyle intro. You know, and I think yes. most people do. And I rewatched that match with commentary. And just like even Jericho and um, Taz are talking about how big Max Caster is and how strong and how quick Anthony Bowens moves in the ring, so I thought that that was yeah. I thought that was very cool. Yeah, um, it's weird because when you see like without context, Anthony Bowens looks like the bigger yeah 
bigger guy because he's he's got a more closer to a bodybuilder's yeah. build. But then, like when you see Max Caster out there with everybody else, he is a lot bigger than well, he's definitely bigger than the Lucha Brothers. It's not a big deal, but because they're I mean they're Mexican wrestlers, so that for some you know they're compact and but um there's no such thing as really like a you know except for like homicide is yeah. big and you know um but um. Yeah, he's he's a he's a pretty big guy compared to he's definitely bigger than uh, Anthony yeah. Owens. Uh, you know the the least entertaining match, which was the, probably the most predictable match for me, was the Jade Cargo um, Sky Blue yeah. match, and like that kind of counterpoints what we were talking about with Daniel Garcia building him up with these vets and taking these reps, whereas Jade Cargill's coming in here and she's just destroying people and has very limited wrestling skills at this point uh so there's still well, work to do it, it, I, the thing is i think she does and and i think a lot of people think she has very limited skills her mic skills are getting better pretty good and she's got the aesthetic to go for and she is probably very strong. oh for sure she looks very yeah so i don't know she does look a little stiff but she has to look like a monster yeah and, and 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 it's a hard combination. Not saying that like women's wrestling, it's hard to look like a monster, like and not be stiff looking, you know, because they it's it's hard to like bridge that gap. It looks it's hard to like be a feminine monster. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean when you look at it from from three, I'll go four, right? So, Awesome Kong. Yeah. ODB. Yep. Nyla Rose. Yeah. China. Yeah. You know, all all very stiff. Right? I mean, China was like she was that female monster. She was wrestling dudes. You know yeah, I mean? uh, but when she started to mamacita go into the mamacita yeah. China, where she was, you know, doing the magazine covers and Playboy and stuff like that, and she started yeah. to like lose some of her mass. Um, yeah, I think that's when she actually started like best character work. You know, and I yeah. was she. I think she was. That's when she fought. Jericho, right? And she won the Yep. So uh the Euro what the European Championship, yeah, yeah. Intercontinental Champion. So yeah, I, I think when she kinda like went more feminine uh, and and less like heel or, or monster, she was yeah. kind of um I think she was able to wrestle better, but um, Yeah, I just hope they take the same approach with their their female talent that they're gonna take with their male talents because I don't want like I don't want the the female matches to turn into what the WWE matches are, yeah. where they're like bathroom breaks. Yeah, well, you know I, what I mean. When when those girls over there are extremely talented as well, but they're just not given the break. I mean, to not not to uh, what's her name? What, Sky Blue. Um, yeah, she's not at like a Thunder Rosa level, or you know, even like Tecante level, or you know. Yeah, she's like a red velvet at this point right yeah, now. Yeah, I would say so. And that's not a bad thing. It's, you know, they're, it's evolving. But I, I think um, I, I, putting her in a, in a match with I, the right person, like, like I, I think, I guess, Thunder Rosa is, is going to be the newest feud for her, maybe for... Seems, seems like it. Yeah. Um, I think Thunder Rosa will get a great match out of her. 
uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of chopping her down and stuff like that and a lot of rest, but that's okay because that's just, you know, that's what you expect in something like that. Yep. Um, and she's going to have to get hurt a little bit. And so I, I we'll see. I, I, I think, um, you know, we'll see if she can go like 10 minutes. You know, that'll probably be yeah. the longest thing she does. You'll see. Yeah, I mean, her longest match is, what, three or four minutes? Right. Singles match, at least. That trios match was a lot of her just laying on the side. Yeah. And then coming in and doing pump kicks. But um, as we kind of wrap this up, what was your favorite moment uh, of the night? If I was in the, <laughs> the stadium not trying to get food, probably would have been that ladder match. Because on yeah. TV, it was awesome. That was amazing. But of the whole night, probably watching Punk wrestle Garcia, I think was probably my favorite thing. Um, yeah, that was really good. It was good. a good match. Uh, Punk sold the you know his leg, sold his leg at the end when they did the the whole Philly tribute thing with the ECW originals. He was still yep. limp and still selling his leg. I don't know if he yeah. was selling or if he was really hurt, but like when you hear people say, "Oh, you know, AEW, they don't sell," and they kind of don't. Like you know, you get mm-hmm. quadruple super kicked and then you. You know, had to get, get right your, back up. Yeah, you're moving next. But uh, yeah, he sold his leg for the rest of the night. He limped out of there, and then he limped back out like two hours later. So, um, yep. Yeah, but anyway, that was like you know the future, and it's good to see Punk like right now. All he wants to do, and I think the storyline going forward with him is he's happy. He wants to wrestle the young guys, beat the young guys, and show that he still has it. And I think at some point somebody's going to beat him, yeah. And he's going to get pissed off. And um, it's going to be Colt Cabana. Yeah, I hope. I mean, if it was WWE, him and Colt Cabana would be having a cage match right now. That's how. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And it, you know what? They'd be They're showing on the court same... documents on TV, and like. Yep. They're not <laughs> even on. The... Smart Mark would be their lawyers. Yeah. Both of their lawyers. Yeah, but they're not even showing them. Like either no. one of them at the same time. No. So I'm curious, curious to see how that works. Yeah. Um, my favorite moment, Malachi Black showing up. Okay. Thought thought that was awesome. Favorite match, probably the ladder match. Close second was that tag team titles match because watching the Lucha Bros. Yeah. Do their thing is absolutely um, magical. So hard to follow Ray Phoenix sometimes. Like. Yep. To the not like. Oh, I don't know what's going on. It's just like he's very unpredictable about like where he's going to go. He's got like a million kicks, a million like yep. his rebounds off the ropes. None of them like he does a lot of the same moves because they, you know, they get big pops. But like he's got a hundred different like transitions to his big move, like his kicks yep. and his his rolls and his springboards and so much stuff that he does in any match. Like all matches are, are really like worthy of being like, or are anyone like anytime the Lucha brothers are on a card, real good possibility match of the night. Yep. Yeah. That was like a four and a half mat, uh, star match for me. Yeah. Because I like, I always counted out the acclaimed and they're number one in the rankings right now. And um, they put on a hell of a match, so yeah. that was uh, that was it for me. But overall, I mean, great night. Uh, I would definitely go back um, when yeah. it comes to Philly. Yeah. If it's at the Leacora Center again, not a bad seat in the house. No. 
uh, but get food early yeah. is, is is the <laughs> the message of this episode. Or eat before but, you um, go, which I didn't do. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I uh, I had some chicken McNuggets. <laughs> Shout out to McDonald's. Um, so I had that, but but that's it, man. We're gonna get out of here next week. Uh, we're gonna start getting spooky. We're in Hall- uh, Halloween oh, yeah. time, and um, we're gonna talk Halloween Kills because it comes out on Peacock on the fifteenth. So we're getting there. Oh yeah, that's right. So we'll 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 review that. We'll break that down um, again. If you want to listen to Venage, uh, Venage Venom, let there be <laughs> carnage. Uh, check out the Active Geek that'll be released this week. Uh, follow all the shows on the network. This, the Active Geek, Cage My IQ. We'll be back next week. Uh, here's $20. Buy yourself something nice.